Y'all, guess what? It's your favorite co-host, and we are so happy you're here for episode 18 of the Y'all Guess What podcast. I'm your co-host, Felicia, and, you know, I'm just glad that summer and sickness did not kill me. In between this blistering Texas heat, my broken AC, and motherfucking COVID coming just to, like, surprise everyone, like a first, second, and or seventh rapture. Girl. I'm just glad to be here with my first world problems, my bad attitude, and my eating disorder. Hashtag squad. Hashtag making it. (laughs) Hashtag making it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm your co-host, Rosa, and I've been blocking bitches left and right, girl. Like, it's been a thing I've been doing for a while like I purged my Facebook but like lately I've just been unfollowing and also blocking if if I need to a lot of people on social media because sometimes you have to like filter that shit out right some of that stuff you need to get out who who's um who did you block I I, I wrote down starting with Kylie Jenner I I, I, saw I, that. I was like what's going on with that what Honestly, I followed her a long time ago. I just put that down because that's how it started. It started with Kylie Jenner because I just realized every time she posts something, not that it makes me insecure, but it makes me feel like, oh, you know, she's doing this. She's doing that. Okay, here's an example. Like, it could be something as simple as like, oh, it's a Tuesday morning and she's on a jet somewhere doing billionaire shit and I'm sitting here working like I don't need to see that stuff I need to see other shit that's gonna like lighten my mood you know what I mean like I it's, if it's not helping me it's not necessarily hurting me but it's not helping so you gotta go right exactly but before we get into it make sure to get check out our socials we're on Instagram at y'all guess what podcast TikTok at y'all guess what pod and let's get into our weekly updates so I'll go first um update and i don't mm-hmm. update i'm back in the dating doing, girl girl i'm trying to get back into dating and it's rough out here but also it can be really fun like a lot of people all they have to say about it is like yeah it sucks the apps suck the yeah. getting to know somebody new sucks and it does but it can also be very fun to you know be in that little honeymoon stage right. it's something to be appreciated and it can be nice to get to know somebody it's like a new chapter of your life it's a part of your story yeah and sometimes it doesn't work out like I was talking to my friend about how sometimes we put like you put too many eggs in one basket you got too many eggs too many baskets you got too much going on like you got to just focus on you and whatever is meant to be will be if it's not meant to be just be honest Right. Look, I was all over those dating apps. So I definitely know exactly what you mean. And you know what? I actually use the dating app to find my guy. So, and, yes. you know, I'm not gonna make it sound like everything's all perfect. Like I'm not that girl to do that. But I really found somebody that I really love that. And he's so sweet. Like that I was necessarily looking for, I would say. Yeah, the fact that you found him on an app. Can we say the app? Should we shut him out? Yeah, I found him on Hinge. Fucking hashtag Hinge. Hashtag found him on Hinge. Deleted the app because of this. Deleted that motherfucking app. Right? (laughs) That's the goal is to find somebody, whether it's an app, 
wherever you know right. you meet people wherever on vacation at a bachelorette party at a dinner at, at the gym at the grocery store wherever. there was this time I met this guy at the grocery store and I was so nervous I put the wrong number in his phone stop I literally fat fingered that shit because I had just got my nails done and I didn't check it <laughs> you fumbled the bag but it's okay <laughs> Fumbled the bag, and I was always like, "Damn, that's that time that I fucked up, and that's why I'm alone." And that's okay, because I actually, you know what? I was one of those. I really didn't mind being single. Like, of course, there was the quote unquote loneliness of it, but really, I think it has more to do with being human mm-hmm. and needing company. You know. Yeah, it's exactly. It's more of a company thing. It's not even it's like more of a company thing. Um, switching gears, though, I wrote down um, that I figured out what technic is. Have you ever heard that term? Oh, that's when your fucking neck hurts from being fucking at an awkward position all day, whether it's looking at a laptop or on your phone, right? Yeah, I guess so. And I, I've, I've seen it be referred to as well as like when you have a line on your neck, like a horizontal line. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, like that is technic too. And I didn't realize. And I was like, do I have that shit? But honestly, it's all about posture. So I'm like, yeah, because we are literally on our phones all day. If you mm-hmm. work from your phone or if you do whatever from your phone, you're just scrolling, reading. And another thing about it is that your neck is actually, it's meant to curve. But when you spend a lot, of, you know, because when you see like, when you stand up, the literal neck bones curve up yeah you know but when you're looking at your phone all day or looking at a screen it's not necessarily at the angle that it should be in and at some point you look you don't get that crick but yeah that's another thing that's been on my mind there's been a lot of random shit on my mind but we'll talk about that in a later segment (laughs) um but what about your week how's your week been what's your update oh um I'm 20 pounds down. 20 pounds down, bitch. Hell yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Congrats. So doing that. Um, let's see. Also, I don't know. I did something in my back. <laughs> like, I feel like this is such an old lady problem, but like my back doesn't necessarily hurt. It just feels like this is a weird thing to say, but it feels like someone is touching me it's like there's a pressure back there you know like if you're walking into a room and someone is leading you by your back or like if you're dancing and they have their hand on your back it feels like there's like a pressure on a very specific section of my back and I'm like now what in the hell that is very weird because it doesn't hurt it's not like painful it's just like a sensation last time I saw you you were like my knees fucked up my foot is fucked up like now you're back oh well no that's because well that's because I fell oh yeah I fell remember oh guess what and you know what I'm gonna add that to my update this little boy backed up into me at the motherfucking Whataburger because we had to get fucking milkshakes I think he was like a teenager, a young boy. Yeah, he, he did. He a nice car and he backed into me, fucked up my bumper. And then all of my fucking sensors on every single one of my tires turned on the other day. 
literally yesterday because I got in the car to go to work. I was like, what in the shit? Yeah, we just had to get some fucking uh, Whataburger milkshakes and we drove around for a while and then that motherfucker... Yep, he sure did. Back he into sure the did. Car. He backed right into that shit. I was honking too. Right. I walked up to the car and I'm over here like, no wonder you could fucking hear me. Dude, what the fuck? Had his music on loud or something? I don't remember. It wasn't necessarily loud, but you could tell that the speakers in, in the vehicle were like that that dims with some good ass speakers, you know, like the bass was like. I was feeling it in my chest. Like, I was jealous. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, his system was sick. Like, I loved it. And I could see into the car, too. He was driving one of those little Charger Mustang looking. Yeah. Camaro looking. It was like a Camaro type car, I think. Type of car. And it looked really like it was sleek. It was clean. Like, that shit was sexy. Like, it was cool on the inside. The sound was good. You could tell that his parents paid a lot of money. For that his parents <laughs> paid a lot of money <laughs> if his parents bought it i don't know you know but you could tell like you know this is not some yeah random dude you know on the fucking street like this is like anyway homeboy wasn't looking he just backs right into my shit i'm honking you guys i'm honking like hey <laughs> he backed it hard like we braced ourselves for it because it was like yeah and i was trying to throw my shit into reverse but there was a car behind me yeah i can't go anywhere i'm like holy shit holy shit offer some me. fucking chocolate milkshakes over some fucking chocolate you know what now um, i want one i want a doordash one right now worth it i really want you know they have those there are some people that are going to hate me for this because like a couple of my friends, there are people in this world that just abhor bananas and I don't know why, but they do have a banana pudding milkshake and I got to go try that shit. Like oh, I have that sounds to. so bomb. That sounds like diabetes in a diabetes in a cup, but right. I want to try it. You know what? I brought out hamburgers to make for dinner, but I'm like, what if we just have a little burger? That sounds so bomb right now. I don't even like Whataburger like that i do have a friend like that i do have a friend like that that hates anything banana and i was telling her that i'm gonna make some like every time i bring up dominican food or like a dominican recipe i want to try she's like bitch does it have are you cooking those big ass bananas plantain in it because i know y'all like them i was like no friend this one and then i'm like no actually it it does have plantain in it (laughs) we put plantain in everything (laughs) that's like when people ask me something spicy i'm like no wait actually you're like yep it is it is you know it it might, it, you know what? It might be. It the food is so good. I don't even care. I be eating that shit. It's like to the death. Oh my gosh. I, I watched you turn pink. You turned a whole different color in front of my face. And I noticed. I usually don't notice when there's a color change unless I like, you know, <laughs> have something else to look at for a second. And then I look back or something like that, you know. But no, I watched you turn a color you were coughing. I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to die. I was like, what bitch, what kind of pepper did you put in this? Meanwhile, <laughs> right? You were like, what is in here? I was like, I only put one, you weak ass bitch. Like, ass bitch. You know what? The thing is, you're not a weak ass bitch. My bot, my in bot- this scenario, I'm the psycho. Because, because if you, 
if you weren't here and I didn't live with Xavier, there was going to be at least one or two habaneros in everything. You're crazy. You are that question. But that's how my Mexican friends are. Like, I don't know. Some people just are are meant to eat spicier foods. I'm genetically European. So like my body's like, (laughs) as soon as it hits my throat, as soon as it hits my throat, my body's like rejecting that shit immediately. (laughs) It's like, whoa. It's yeah, it's like death. Like I like a lot, I like a lot of seasoning on my shit, but it doesn't have to be spicy. Like I am not my body. You're not a spice girl. And you know what? That's okay. That's okay. It is. Ooh, what do we have for Felicia's review this week, friend? Anything new? Anything fun? Oh my God, girl. Okay, look. Another thing that's not your judge, but I really think you should check it out. Every it's time okay. you pick up something that I recommend and you're like, that's not really my thing. I'm like, but that's you- okay. Still recommend so, it, friend. We're going to check it out. Okay. I'm open to new so, things. So Netflix's Sandman. Is that a superhero? Well, no. It's more on like myths and gods type of situation. Mm. Yeah. I like that. I'm not sure what it is, but I think it is also a comic book. It is also a comic, but I don't think that he's necessarily a superhero. He's got his whole own whole thing going on. That's a whole other thing. But it was so good. (laughs) Like it was really well done. Um, At first I thought it was moving fast because I was like, you know, the, when it started, the main issue that it started with was resolved within like the first fucking four or five episodes. I was like, okay, well then where is this going? But I think it was resolved pretty quickly. And I was like, okay, but then if we're done, then what's going on? Because there's still, I think there's like 10, or eight or 10 episodes in total. But basically it is about the Sandman. So, you know, the guy, he sprinkles sand and you fall asleep and he's got your dreams, right? So he's the, but in this one, he's the king of dreams. He's basically a God. Not only that, he's more than just a God. He is like an eternal or one of these fucking, I don't even remember if that's what they call them, but he's like one of those fucking things that, that have just been there since like fucking- Immortal? He's just, well, yes, he's immortal, but he's more than that. Like, he's literally dreams, like. Okay, I gotta watch it, because you got me interested. I like, I like that kind of stuff, yeah. Honestly, it's really good. It's really good, and we get to meet Death, and she's beautiful, and that whole, that whole episode was like, oh my god, oh my god. You know what that sounds like, Felicia? This is my part of the review. You should watch, and I have a (laughs) stars login, because, you know, I have the, I have the hookup. Yes, ma'am. Get on stars and watch American Gods. You should check it out. You know what? I think I remember seeing the trailers for that. And I was like, ooh, was, that sounds like my zhuzh. And then honestly, I never saw it. it was and there's very plenty good. of things on stars that I've been meaning to watch that I just never get around to. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not really much of a TV watcher, but I really need to be watching more TV. I need content for Felicia's review that and i like since i work from home i like to have something playing in the background while i work and it's it's good if it's like a chill enough show like love island oh my god i've been obsessing over love island uk and it's it's like um how do i say it's not complicated so like i can sit here and work while having that in the background and still keep up you know like i don't have to really be paying attention but like american gods you know any of kind of the show you're talking about it sounds like you have to kind of be focused on it so you can't really do that while you work but anyway that's how I get a lot of TV watch, just like mindless TV while I do other shit. 
Let's move on, though, uh, to okay. the witch bitch segment, ma'am, because we have a lot of shit to talk about. And okay. I'm going to switch it up this week. So the format's going to be a little different depending on what is new, like what what I want y'all to know about, what I want to pass on. Because I always, I inhale a lot of this info, but I have to filter it out because otherwise it's too much. It's too much mm-hmm. at, all at once. So the witch bitch segment this week is going to be about misconceptions about the signs. So the zodiac signs all have their, when you first start starting astrology, you look up like the, um, the traits, the character traits, mm-hmm. and you can learn about like the detriments, which is a kind of like the bad stuff about that sign and the attributes, which is, am I saying that right? It's other detriments and something else. Anyway, the good and the bad things about each sign. So here's a misconception about Libras. Libra represents balance. That sign is represented by the scale. So it's about balancing things in your life. And so there's a misconception that that means that they have balance, that they balance everything in their lives perfectly, but not really. They struggle with balance. Um, Mm -hmm. They're either too indulgent or too this, too that. They are manifestation magnets though. So like Libras have that, that manifestation gene where they can literally speak stuff into existence, but then- you also can uh, overindulge in that and do that a little too much and then over manifest. And then you end up with a bunch of shit. You don't even know if you really want. So mm-hmm. it's like, they also need to focus on what it is that they truly want. So that's, that's like their journey is figuring out exactly what I want. You know, the manifesting part, I got that I can make it happen. I just got to figure out what I actually want so that I don't overindulge or underindulge in certain things. Right. That's one. That's an example. Next is what your sun sign is, which is Taurus. The misconception about Taurus is that they're lazy, which we we both know that that's not true. That misconception comes from the fact that Taurus people, Taurus placements will not put their energy into something that is not in their plan. They're very much like obviously very goal-driven, ambitious, and you guys have shit planned to the T almost over planned so you're chilling like it to other people it seems like y'all are sitting there not doing shit but y'all are actually like working in your minds and making shit Stay ready so you don't gotta get ready period exactly and so you guys are very focused i wrote down focused as fuck <laughs> on goals <laughs> you're in no rush to get anywhere because you know exactly where you're going you know it's gonna happen you're just gonna take your time and do it right um period. you know it's coming the older I get, I realize the more I appreciate tourist placements and tourist people because you, you guys are good at like the planning of things like the background, the all the background stuff that has to happen before you make a goal happen or make something happen. Right. Because it's all about those little things like you do need every single detail and you need to focus on every single step. Some steps won't be as big as the others, but if you skip one, it's going to fuck up your rhythm and exactly later on like you skipped a step that's one more step that you needed to get to your goal at the end Mm -hmm. of the day you want to be sitting pretty you guys are very much focused on like I can go without right now you know for later so that I can bear the fruits of my labor later but you want to do it the right way you're not trying to rush into shit so I appreciate that energy because sometimes I'm impulsive with certain things and so I like having to you know having the energy to bounce off of 
where you think shit through a little more than you would otherwise. So Mm -hmm. that's a misconception because to other people, it looks like laziness and like not wanting to do shit, but also you're not going to get up and move mountains for something you don't believe in or understand, or it's not, it's not in your, in your list of goals. Right. Honestly, it's not in my makeup as a person. And quite frankly, once I do find something that I want to move mountains for, I guarantee you those mountains, they do move. Bro, my mom's a Taurus sun, and then my little sister's a Taurus moon, which I think is so funny. Ooh, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm so sorry, so sorry about your luck. Anyway, so <laughs> yes, they be biting. They stubborn as hell. Like it's their way or the highway. But they're the good thing about a Taurus sun is like they can be con- well, no, a Taurus moon. A Taurus moon can be convinced <laughs> otherwise. Oh, uh, but my mom, a Taurus sun. Unless you just come out, you cut. No, like she's. You're not gonna change her mind. You're out of you're there. You're gonna need some real good proof. I need yeah. that. You need like citations, A-C-T. all of that. Yeah, I need it all. I will accept it, but it needs to be acceptable. Exactly. So anyway, <laughs> so this week uh, we talked about the misconceptions about Libra and Taurus, and I'm just gonna keep you know bringing different misconceptions, and we're just gonna break like we break habits and fucking and break generational curses we're gonna break the fucking stigma of certain signs like okay here's one random one that cancers are crybabies and yeah i'm bitter bitch because i was about to say you are a crybaby i am a crybaby bitch i am but the fact is like why is that a bad thing if i have to cry it out if i have to cry it out it's gonna take me three minutes tops if that and then i'm gonna be crying i'm gonna be laughing the next minute so just let me have my little emotional roller coaster and sit back and enjoy enjoy the show that would probably be better because you know me. I need to rant about it for like an hour, maybe two. Also, friend, you I think you have a Pisces moon, so that's why you be all in your feels. I need no, to look- I be in my feelings as fuck. You do, you fucking do. That's why I'm oh in my feelings. Like, do not hurt my feelings. Anyway, we went on a tangent about that, but that's a whole <laughs> nother subject. But I also want to bring up in this witch bitch segment, the spirituality bitch segment. Mars and Gemini, bitch. Mars is going to be in Gemini for the next month, like up until March of 2023. So what does that mean? Yeah. So Mars is in a sign usually for six to eight weeks ish. So that's like a kind of a long period, but not that long, like for people to be in Gemini energy. This time it's going to be in Gemini for like seven months up until March. So for the collective in general. What that means is that it's going to be super indecisive, curious, communicative energy. So that means that it's Gemini is a very fluid sign. They're very chatty. They like to talk their feelings through. They like to ask questions to learn more. They're Mm -hmm. very much like the inner child that you're always trying to learn things about yourself and others. So this Mars and Gemini time means that the collective in general is going to be experiencing a lot of, um, like explorative feelings or there's going to be a lot of exploring going on and changing minds changing perspectives shifting from what we think we want and what we've like pictured in our minds to what really makes us feel stable and secure in life in every Mm. part of life so it's not like a fuck your life up type of energy because a lot of people try to like dramatize all these transits and like sometimes it is like a kind of like shit's going to change and a tower moment kind of moment in your life but this Mm kind of energy is kind of like a pause and reevaluate time so 
you're switching it up for the greater good, for your greater good to see what really aligns with what you want to do. And the thing about this is that because it's such decisive, fluid energy Mm -hmm. that we can't focus too much on how we get there. We just got to focus on getting there, like complete your goals, but don't obsess over how you're getting there. Period. Gemini is going to retrograde soon, which means that if your Mars is in Gemini, and not not in retrograde, but in Gemini regular without it retrograding, you're going to feel extra inspired, super motivated. And then there's going to feel like a drag. It's going to be like a lull because it is a long transit. And then you might want to quit, but don't lose focus. Again, just be flexible on how you get there. And that's for everybody, but especially if you have Mars and Gemini in your chart. Do I have Gemini? I think you so. Have, I have maybe. You're a Gemini rising. So that's why you're like over here um, talking about your future and you're planning things. Like you have a lot of ideas and inspiration and all that shit going on. Yeah. Don't focus on the details. Just fucking do it. Just do it. Like it's if you focus too much on it being a hundred thousand percent. Like it never gets done. That's literally what happens. I know exactly what this is for. And I know exactly what you're talking about, actually. Mm -hmm. Because it's not going to be exactly how you pictured it ever. And that's the beauty of life. It's it's probably going to be better. If you put the work in, it's going to be way better than you pictured. So why not just go for it? Life is way too short, y'all. We're on this earth for a little blip of time. That's what I keep having to remind myself. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's my little rant for this week on the Witch Bitch segment. <laughs> Watch out for more. I'm going to bring more misconceptions because I love reading about shit like that. Like Not everything is as it seems. Never. It never, ever is. So we're going to take a little break and then we'll be back. All right. So what is trending this week for you, friend? Okay, so, you know, recently, um, the last couple episodes, I have been kind of on a true crime corner, crossroads kind of thing. So I'm still in that phase of my life. So we're just going to keep going. So here's what I saw recently. Uh, Not too long ago, there was an officer in Colorado that was convicted and uh, sentenced to jail and she was the first one due to a new law in Colorado due uh, it's called failure to intervene so like whether or not you did anything you know if you were there and you didn't say shit you didn't do shit you know and you're you know and you see the wrong being done like you're in trouble too So she got 45 days in jail and 36 months probation. And then after that, she has to maintain a full-time job. And, you know, there are some other stipulations. There's a $3 million settlement because really what happened was there was an elderly patient with dementia and she and this other officer, you know, really, really handled this person. You know, there were serious injuries to this old person with, you know, a mental, you know, he wasn't in the right mental state. And instead of handling that like professionals with the proper training, they just, that was not what occurred. Um, The other officer too did get jail time as well. I believe that that one is, you know, even more harsh, but this law I thought was very interesting. This was the first time I had heard of any sort of law like this, like this failure to intervene. 
Wait, I don't understand. He so he was manhandling the person or something. Yeah, the cop was manhandling the elderly patient with dementia. And that patient sustained like a lot of injuries, like serious injuries. I think I saw something about it. Like there's a video that was leaked or something because of him. Mm -hmm. Like I think it was like body cam footage or something. Yeah. Yeah. And there ended up being uh, the, I think the, you know, the city police department ended up having to do a $3 million settlement. They came up with this new law because of that because of that instance and um you know the family's like this is just the beginning like I know we're not the only ones like we're not done fighting for justice we're going to get justice for everyone and we're going to be making you know working on making new laws to protect people yeah and I thought it was interesting because it kind of brings up the argument of the bystander right now i'm not sure necessarily exactly what this officer's role was but i'm like to be convicted and placed in jail as an officer even for just 45 days and then 36 months probation after that that's three years what was the point of putting her in jail if she was going to be in there for a month and a few and some change a month and a half. What is that? Six weeks? I don't know. There's that. And then it's like, how much punishment does a bystander actually get? You know? It felt a little thought provoking for me. Like it, it just kind of made me think like, hmm, how do I feel about this? And I wanted to kind of get your opinion on it. So there's a new law that failure to intervene means that a bystander has to kind of like help is that what is that what's going on in the line of duty so like we're talking about two police officers we're not just talking about random strangers on the street right right but the second police officer got charged for failure to intervene when the when his partner was abusing when right exactly okay gotcha okay that seems right to me though right because we should have got in the um was it um i believe it was george floyd's case where that man was on his neck there were several police officers no one ever said anything no one ever did anything but my thing is like i i like to get to the root cause i don't like to do the what if what if what if i like to get to the root cause why was that one cop doing that to him that is the systemic issue that needs to be fixed i understand that they should have spoke up obviously they should be they definitely right. should be held accountable. And that other, and that other police officer was punished accordingly, and yes, he, he was. was given jail time. And I believe that he got a significantly way more time. You know, because yeah, his name was Derek Chauvin. I remember something like that, and he definitely did get uh, went to prison for it, which is as it should be. But that's my thing is like the systemic thing that makes them feel like they can do that, and they only get caught by body cam footage or somebody else recording. That's right. a real issue, but yeah, the failure to intervene is good that that's a law because people do that should already be understood as being a police officer. But the fact that y'all have to come up with a law to tell them that they have to intervene when some bad shit's going on that's right. crazy to me. That but is- it's like you know, it's like a boys' club, it's like the cool kids, like you don't want to tell them, you know, like you have to have everybody kind of 
is what they say you know like nobody likes a snitch so i understand that but then when shit like this is going on when it's putting people in da- in danger like right like say something you think know? of all the black cops male and female that have been around a microaggression or a, a macroaggression like a, a systemic racial thing or like been around people talking about shit like that like it's not wrong and then right, they, and they haven't been able to say anything exactly but they're like, because they're like, oh, what if, what if then they kill me and make up a fucking story? Or what if they fire me and then I don't have a way right. to protect my family? Like, I understand that. That's the real issue. Like, the, mm, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. A whole thing. But I'm glad you brought that to our attention because mm-hmm. that, I'm going to look into that failure to intervene in Colorado. That's, mm-hmm. that's a good yeah, law. I need to actually see how many other states if any other states have this type of law and exactly what all this law entails. Because when they were going over it in the um, little news shorts that I watched, it was, I mean, quite a bit. There were other stipulations aside from the ones that I mentioned um, with that. And I just thought I was like, oh, wow. You know, because before some people would advocate that you should be the bystander. Like, you know, that's not your business. Mind your business, be quiet. If you see some shit, don't say, you know, just you're not involved stay out of it type of situation but like how long can you stay out of it before you have to get involved when people are getting hurt they're in harm's way and you're just gonna not get involved no I agree anyway yeah so that was it for the uh true crime corner <laughs> I love it thanks <laughs> So, what about you? What do you have for the hot topic? Lighten it up a bit. This week, you know, I always have a way to lighten it up with my little, um, you know, drama, social media drama, or not social media drama, like celebrity drama that I'll be pulling up. So this week, obviously, it's been in the news. They saturate the fucking media with it up and down, sideways, in a circle, that Kim and Pete are now broken up, okay? Oh, How obvious. I don't but I get it. Like it was a, she was just trying to get her, she was getting her rocks off. Literally. I, life. I was so happy for her. At first I was like, oh, that's so sad. But then I was like, bitch, wake up. Like it's a PR relationship. It's so clearly a public relations relationship. And yeah, obviously she got her good D out of it. She said herself she was DTF. And <laughs> then okay, here are the alleged stories on what happened. He proposed to her. Again, this is all alleged. Pete oh. proposed to her and she was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, pump I the brakes. just got a divorce. Relax. He's like, pump the brakes, bro. I have four kids. Like, you are mentally <laughs> ill. Like, I don't know that that's what really happened. But she was like, whoa, like, too much, too fast, too soon. And right. then they broke up. And he's all heartbroken. He's like, I gave her everything. And she, blah, blah, blah. She ruined my image. Again, all alleged. Was she talking shit about him at all at any point? No, not talking shit. But, you know, the Kardashian curse is a real thing, at least in the media. Like how they how the men that they date are scrutinized and villainized. And it's like a curse. Like every time they date somebody new. But I mean, so are they. Well, I know exactly, but that, that's what it comes with dating them. Like, it's like a thing, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like that's like a thing that happens to all the men that they date Kanye, Chris, Tristan Thompson. Um, what's the man that she married? Uh, Chris Humphreys. All of them have been villainized in the media. Even Devin Booker, it came out that he was a little hoe. You know, I mean, just all this stuff that people dig up about these men just because they're linked to them. Right. So, 
anyway, obviously they got both that got their benefits out of the relationship, but mm-hmm. it's so obviously a PR slash public relations relationship because think of the timing when they started dating. It was right after the Astro World tragedy, and they were trying to mm-hmm. put a bandaid on it, cover it up. They were even right because you never really like what even. You know, because I still find myself sometimes thinking, what even happened with all that? Like, how much it's, money did they have to pay exactly. out? Like, it was all on purpose. They they used their influence and their money and their name to bury the story. And so only if you really go looking for the details and the data is you'll find it. It's not in social media. What's on social media is Kim and Pete were uh, broken up and Kim and Pete this and that. And Pete proposed to her and Kendall Jenner and blah, blah, blah. like it's just always some other shit that's in the media they're trying to saturate it with. And that's related to what we were talking about in the beginning is like detoxing and filtering out what you look at on there. Like if you don't Mm -hmm. like listening to it, reading about it, delete it. I like to be in the mess. So I'm aware of what's going on, but I'm also very aware of how PR and marketing works and Christian marketing genius. So anyway, it's a distraction. It's a PR relationship. We all knew that. It's just kind of clear once you look at the timing and when they broke up, it's like, they were like, okay, it's been long enough time. Like we can, right? Just- you can break up everybody's. Yeah, we can gonna, break it up now. They're going to be talking about that for a really long time now too. Exactly. So. That'll give you enough media talk to carry you for a while. Anyway. Right. And then maybe you guys can get back together a little bit. They start, you know, sniffing mm-hmm. around. Exactly. And-, and they were even trying to act like Kylie. I mean, not Kylie. They were even trying to act like Kendall wasn't at Astroworld or you know they were they were just they like to spin the story and it's like they're so good at it the regular person would not understand or realize it but as a marketing major it's just so fascinating to me I love to hear about it anyway another thing Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna close out my hot topic with this unpopular opinion Mm -hmm. and don't be mad at me for this friend but I don't like the Beyonce album you know you're not the first it's it's made you can tell she's trying to get her royalties and get into the whole vibe of house music is cool or whatever and that's fine um i'm sure it'll be bumping in a bunch of elevators and hotel lobbies and (laughs) whatever but here's the thing it's a fucking grocery store (laughs) grocery store in a few years but it's like i understand why the gays love it because it's really like house music. It's like Vogue music, you know, like that's what you vote. Right, it's party music. Man, I understand why it's so niche to who like absolutely fucking loves it and can't stop replaying it. But it's not my cup of jam. Like I like, I don't like house music like that. <laughs> right. And the thing is, if you look at the last couple of Beyonce albums, this one, even Black is King, a lot of people had an itchy with. Um, released it twice, still did incredible twice. Uh, <laughs> and then um, what was it uh, right before that? Before Black is King, wasn't it Lemonade? Right. Lemonade, yeah, I think it was Lemonade. Right, uh-huh, yeah. Those last three albums got the same review, pretty much. It's very, um, it gets more and more specific and it gets more and more niche lemonade was for the was for the done wrong lemonade was for the 
Lemonade was for the girls. Lemonade changed my entire life and perspective. You know. And I still bump it to the stage. And that one was incredibly relatable, but it was definitely like, you know exactly who that was for. And there were definitely a lot of people that were like, I don't get it. They didn't vibe with it. And so you I, know, they're I, like, it's not my vibe. And like, don't take this the wrong way. But like, if it's not for you, just say that. I especially saw this in Black is King. Black is King was very, that was, that was a for us type of album. And when I say for us, I mean for the people who truly intrinsically naturally born understand people like me because we are the same with immigrant stories, specifically African immigrant stories, specifically, you know what I mean? Those drums, those words, those languages, those beats, those those samples that she's pulling from music that we heard when we were children because it was from our parents' age or their parents' age. Like, it means something different to us. Marcus King will have me will have me singing a fucking African song word for word, not knowing a lick of African. And that is A-okay. I love that shit. It is, it is really good. It's really good workout music. Like, it'll have you pumped. Right. No fucking reason. There's, and there's like... There's levels to that shit. Now, also, now, if we take it now onto Renaissance, I definitely feel you. First time I heard it, I was like, what's going on here? Mm. I'm not going to lie. I definitely love Break My Soul. You know, I was like, yeah, Break My Soul is like, I'm feeling yeah. this. I'm feeling this, but I didn't know it was going to be like that the whole time. But another thing is that I know exactly the type of night where I'm bumping that album all night, having you know, that type of vibe, you know, but that's not an everyday sort of thing for me. And you know what, too? I figured out exactly the vibe. For me, this album is a cleaning my whole, like a Saturday cleanup mm. album. I feel that. Okay, I feel that. I feel the vibes. That's like when I guess when I find a good bachata album, and that's what I play all Saturday when I'm cleaning on some. Right, keeps you moving, keeps you going. It's still a vibe. You got moments where you can shake ass. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna listen to it while I work out, because then I'll really know if it's like a vibe or not for me. So next, we should get into our questions. We let's check the mail. Hell, bitch. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. You go ahead and ask the questions. I'll start with my first opinion. Okay. Sounds good. We'll do like an interview type thing. Okay. Uh-huh. This girl said, I'm assuming it's a girl. I don't know. Do y'all have sex on the first date? I did, and now I'm panicking. He doesn't take me serious because I did. Oh. Well, I mean, the real question is was it worth it did you have a good time like are you gonna see him again is that why you're panicking that he doesn't take you serious i'm like fuck what he's thinking what are you thinking so it's like right not like i'm like all right but the real question is are we gonna see him again or not what's what's cheap with that um as far as the initial question i mean if i feel like it why not i'm grown why not like honestly i'm I'm not gonna say I'm too old because we're not too old, but I feel like I'm at that age where I don't want to waste time. <laughs> right. And that's, I feel like that's an important thing to know. It's an incredibly important thing to know. Um, if I go to yeah. kiss you and you don't know how to kiss or you don't know how to whatever, 
I'm not like that gives me the ick. I don't know if that's fucked up, but it's just how it is. Sex. I don't is think it of, is. Sex is part of a relationship. Because it's all part of the it's all part of the attraction of it all. You know exactly. If and I don't I don't have to have sex with you right away. I definitely don't. But I will say if I want to, and you're giving the vibes that you know what you're doing, right? And I fucking want to, I will. I definitely will. But that's that's a rare thing to feel that right. connection with. We're somebody. two. We're two consenting adults. So two consenting adults why not I think that I mean I'm so glad that you asked the question for sure and send in more questions definitely but I think that definitely kind of examine why you asked this question in the first place because I think it has a lot more to do with that I think that there's levels to this and it probably has a lot to do with your upbringing I would say because when I because you're definitely not the first person to have this hang up and because I definitely have been here before where I did have to really think about it, you know, um, and then I kind of got to the root where it was like, well, I think it has more to do with what I was told than what I actually believe. Or like what society, not your family, of course, you know, their expectations, but like just society in general, like right. you, know, you might have that judgmental friend or that judgmental person where if you were to tell her like, yeah, this happened, this happened. And she would be like, oh my God, like, and that's fine. That's your journey, sis. If you want to wait till you're married to him, then pop off queen. I don't like surprises. Okay. Right. Look, you look, but I don't think that that's the, that's the surprise you want. Okay baby because if i'm stuck with you especially i mean i don't i don't even have to be marrying you i will not claim a man if i haven't gone that far because i don't really know who you are until we get into right i don't know what's up and a lot of that is a really big part of the intimacy and once you cross that line it's you can't uncross the line i believe in you wrap it up stay safe don't do anything crazy wrap it up don't do anything we wouldn't do have fun with figuring what that means okay (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you, I see another one. What did you, what did you have? Oh, um, oh, okay. All right. So we got one. It says, why is boundary setting so fucking hard? Oh, girl, I feel you. That, so many different that hit me in the chest. Bro. All right, so she said, I am not even a people pleaser anymore, but I can't help but avoid saying no and enforcing boundaries. Help. You're going to help in caps, bitch. I feel yeah, that. I don't know. I can't help you. I don't know. Oh, I'm so bad at this too, bro. Like I grew up in an environment where um, you're supposed to please your elders and you're supposed right. to exactly what they say exactly when and how they say it and they that makes you very hyper aware when you're older of how people perceive you and I hate that right exactly I know exactly what you mean and then you're you're consistently worried about that so really it's like you don't really get the opportunity like you don't get a say so you don't get a chance to build any boundaries and it's not until you're older that you're like what the fuck are boundaries and you're like oh I'm allowed to have that because exactly. it's like once you start to try to set boundaries, because it's an instinctive, intrinsic thing that we want to do as human beings is to set boundaries. But once you begin to do that, it's immediately beat back because how dare you, right? Dude. Then you feel like you don't even, you don't get to have a say. And when you get to the point where you realize you can have a say, 
you've already been wired as a certain sort of person, right? And how hard is it to bounce, to get out of that, to think a different way? Like I'm, we're 27 and 28 and I'm still learning. I'm, I can't talk about how hard it is because I still haven't done it yet. Like I'm, (laughs) look, what are boundaries? (laughs) No, because it's, it's so crazy to think of how you're raised is how you are going to be wired to act as an adult. But the great thing about that is that it can be undone. That's what's great. Right. Like, I feel like I hit a period in my life, especially this year, where I've really, really started to let go of people's perceived notions of me mm-hmm. and to really start to not give a fuck. And of course, healing is not linear. That shit is up and down, sideways, all that. So it's not like yeah. it's completely gone. It's something you're going to have to work on forever because you were trained as a child. I was trained as a child to mm. be hyper aware of other people's feelings towards me and like, it's like that thing where you tell your child to not dress a certain way around an uncle. Not that that happened to me, but you know, that's like an example. Right. Don't wear Instead of not inviting that uncle around. Instead of not inviting the fucking uncle around that gives you creepy vibes around your daughter. That's that kind of right. shit that like people grow up with and then you grow up, you grow older and you're like, wait a fucking minute. Right. You're like, what the fuck? Ooh, here's a random thing that hasn't, almost nothing to do with this did you hear the new demi lovato song 1629 okay i'm gonna send you the link to it do you use spotify or apple music i use spotify okay because here's the fucking thing she came out with a song felicia and Mm -hmm. calling out wilmer valderrama her first boyfriend right yes the fucking song is calling him out for being a groomer because she's saying in the song, like, I was 16 and you were 29. And now that I'm 29, I realize how fucking sick that is and that I was your fantasy. It's like when we get older is when we realize, like, oh, my God, I was 16. He was 20, 20. However, now mm-hmm. that I'm 29, how the fuck did you date a 16 year old? Right. You're like 16 year olds now make me want to fucking yak but it's actually a really amazing song. Demi you said that she, Demi Lovato, she got them pipes and she knows how to write. Bro, oh, and she, she said in an interview, she said that she's so glad that she's back to her rock roots, which is what she's really good at is making rock, like pop rock music because she was kind of deviating from that recently. And that's why her old, her most recent songs weren't so popular, at least mm-hmm. not for like the mainstream. But now this song is really fucking good. And it's, it hits a nerve when you're, when you're this age and you realize that like, you were in a relationship like that too. I like it. Definitely gonna have to check that out for sure. So basically to answer your question, friend, we don't have all the answers, but just stand (laughs) your ground. What is crazy is that the more you set the boundary, it's like a habit. You have to like work out that muscle in your brain. You have to make it happen. And whatever you do, do not focus on how people feel about it. Focus on how you feel about it. You feel about it. Exactly. One step at a time baby steps Rome wasn't built in a day Mm, if you have to that's what I'm doing just small things here by little by little 
we're all just doing our best don't be so hard on yourself and when you do fail because i do this sometimes when i'm like okay i failed to set that boundary this time next time i'm gonna fucking set it like i'll be determined to be to stand up for myself and you just have to like stand your ground with that shit and don't don't feel shaky when you're doing it you just have to fucking do it right i agree with all of that so y'all that's all for today Thank you so much for listening and make sure to tune in for new episodes of Y'all Guess What every Saturday, wherever you get your podcasts. Now, while you're doing that, go ahead and leave us a review and a handful of stars. Peace. And Thank y'all. Peace Bye. and good vibes. Love y'all. Bye.